and we named it after our star attraction. Shady Nasties? Your dynasties, asshole. Whatever. All right, welcome to the podcast. This week we have David, uh, who's been shit on a lot in the last two weeks for some of the trades you made. So we had to have you on to defend yourself, but but we'll get to that. So uh, so welcome, David. Well, yeah, it's time to move on. I mean, <laughs> we got we got better stuff to talk about than the team that's probably going to get the first pick. You know what? You're kind of preaching to the choir there. Um, I mean, I'll say Billy especially, but like half the league just keeps going and saying, Ben, you're the reason for all this. You trade James all your picks. You let James take advantage of you. If you look back at me and Ben's trades just from the last, like the recent ones, he's won most of those. Like the trades that have skewed towards me are now years ago. So time to move on is like, exactly the motto that i feel like i need to live by in this league here do we remember yeah. leonard fournette uh yeah who, who who's now sitting out there on waivers uh, actually someone might have picked him up and, and we 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 like fought so much over that one too i fought for the the first round pick um you know to make it like a first second swap and uh now he's he's sitting on my bench i picked him up i, I got him on the bench in so many leagues on the I hope uh, he he falls into some kind of meaningful work. That was kind of the, to me, looking back, the epitome of like a win-win trade. I mean, your team was not doing well. I was competing for a championship. I traded you a first and a second for Fournette and a second and a third. So I moved back a couple spots or whatever from late first to early second and then late second, early third. But I could have parlayed that into so much. Uh, Kenny... Because I traded back from your pick that I got. Kenny traded up to that pick for Malik Willis. Um, Speaking of shitting me, on trades, let's shit on Kenny for that one. <laughs> I, hey, I, you know, a lot of people liked Willis. Like he was projected to go first overall at one point, especially when you have that pro day video when he's just uh, ripping throws on air. People, uh, kind of lost their minds a bit. I mean, me too. Like I was pretty hyped over him. Well, once he went like in the third round, that was a different story, but, and shit, if he, if he gets a shot now, like Tannehill hasn't been good. I already see like trade rumors to the jets. And Willis Uh, is number two ahead of Levis, but uh, yeah, we watched the draft together. If you remember that at Ben's house, you, me, and Teddy came over and, uh, you and Teddy, one of y'all, if not both y'all, were saying you wanted Malik Willis. Someone was at our first pick when we took Drake London. Man, um, I think it weren't, weren't, wasn't the room disappointed when we took London. Yeah, no. um, I mean, I wanted Kyle Hamilton and then Jordan Davis, and then Drake London was third for me, my third choice. So I wasn't, you know. You could do worse than that, but I mean, I still like that in hindsight for us. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, this past year, Bijan was my top guy on the board, but I would have been happy if we took Skaronsky or Jalen Carter, you know, who were Carter was second and Skaronsky was third for me. So, like, 
exactly third, who, who third I thought. Best yeah. option. Uh, an MVP caliber running back. I think looking back on it, um, what was was the right way to go because uh, we don't. And, and to answer one of the questions, I don't know. I've got hope for Ritter, but uh, and, and I don't think. Now, Detroit was his seventh start, his, his seventh career start, and our, our O-line got walloped. So it's, it's a little unfair to take his performances entirely so far as, like, doom and gloom. Let's not put Taylor Heineke in yet. Not saying that just because he's my third quarterback. <laughs> um, but but let, let's just uh, – let's give him a few more games. No, I'm with you. I mean, Ritter, we took him for a reason. Like, you got to see what you got there. Taylor Heineke is more of a known quantity and, you know, a lot lower upside. So I'm all with you giving Ritter more games. I mean, any rookie quarterback, look, historically, you know, there there are anomalies where rookies come in and are studs right off the bat. But look at Bryce Young, the number one pick from this year. He's not lighting the world on fire, but no one's saying give up on him, bench him for Andy Dalton, who just had a big game. So, like, yeah, give Ritter, who, like you said, seven career starts and see what he can do. And has never lost at home. Never. Yeah, so there's the stat a... for Kenny. Kenny can tell all his Cincinnati friends or whatever. But uh, with, uh, but speaking of Kenny, the Malik Willis one, you said Kenny traded up to pick 12, which was my pick because I won yeah. that year, which was why it was a win-win trade. Fournette got me the championship. He... I had Malik Willis on my board. He was 30th on my board that year. <laughs> 30th play. I had him as a mid third round and Kenny traded up for him to in the first. Where was Ritter? Cause I, I took a swing on Ritter with one of those picks. That's I, that was my plan going into it. Cause I felt he had a good shot to win our job and for mid second. Yeah. Starting quarterback. Um, on my young you took one. Ritter 18th. I had him 25th. Um, just on, on my personal one, right behind Isaiah Pacheco was 24th, but uh but yeah, I had Ritter 25th and so ahead of Malik Willis. To me, it was last year or that in that draft, and maybe it's because I had a handful of quarterbacks, it was Kenny Pickett or Bust, really. Uh, Kenny Pickett was fifth on my board behind Brees Hall, Drake London, Kenneth Walker, Jameson Williams, then Kenny Pickett. That was my top five. Um, so it was Pickett or at 13, I wasn't taking another quarterback. I, and I got Jahan Dotson, who I flipped. Um but yeah, that it, one I didn't like for you. That that was the one I, I criticized. You didn't like that trade for me, or you didn't like that? That was Jahan and Sanders for a first. Actually, it was Jahan uh Dotson and Sanders um for a first a, a Mechie. I got Metsi Mechie back. Um and uh and a third. That was Miles Sanders. It, it, it's been a funny saga now. Um, <laughs> he's been moved all over the place. But but that first that I got in that one, in, in that pick at the time, everyone was fine with that trade at the time because, like, objectively, the, it, it was in Ben's favor. I mean, Miles Sanders yeah. and Jahan Dotson were worth more than a two-year-out first John Mechie who, just, who had cancer and a third. Like, that's <laughs> kind of objective. But – since then, Ben went from going all in to rebuilding, and that first is the one that's in this upcoming draft, which right now sitting at pick five, 
but could be a higher pick. I mean, projected going into the season, it was you and Ben were kind of projected to be the top two. So he didn't love it at the time, but if that turns into Marvin Harrison or Caleb Williams, then I clearly want it. <laughs> um, but anyway, we, we typically start this off with, um, with just a recap and then we yeah. get into all those things. So let's just do a quick recap of the games. I don't know if you want to do that or want me to run through them real quick. Uh, well, my own game, I was the only team that failed to score a hundred points this week. So that was a, that was an achievement. <laughs> uh, I don't even think, I think I could have gotten five more points if I played my optimal line. Well, it's probably a little bit more than that. I'm, yeah. Let's see. I have the ILP. I have the spreadsheet up here. So your ideal lineup, oh, no, it was less than that. Your ideal lineup was 100.5, and you scored 98.3. Oh. So I pretty much played it. I uh, That's probably yeah, like yeah. one decision just if I had uh, Alec Pierce in there somewhere. Yeah, that might be <laughs> the lowest ILP. Oh, no. That, that is uh, 100.5. Actually, it's not even the lowest. It's the lowest of the year so far, but literally in week 13, our last – uh, week of last season, Andrew had a 99.22 ILP. So it's only the lowest of this year, but it, it the lowest ever. Um, someone had 76. Wow. Who had that 76? Me? It was right here was Ben in week seven of last year. Ben's ILP was 76. I, I, I respect bad. Ben's game. <laughs> That's bad. I respect Ben's game. He might, uh, <laughs> might be a three-way race here. Well, oh no, you have his pick. It's a two-way race here. So yeah, it is between and you're holding his pick. So that is a. Uh... I've shopped his pick. I've, I've I've actually offered his pick in more than one trade this year, but no one's bet on it. Uh, uh, I'm I'll I'll be happy to have one and two if that's a. Uh... You just don't have anyone I want. <laughs> well, um, you got some was, pieces. Um... I'd take Debo from you. I'd take Brees Hall from yeah, see... you. You got some pieces, but the criticism on me picking up Debo felt like it was uh, walked back a bit um, with his big game. So I, I felt like with him, um, like he's the wide receiver three a year ago. I, I felt like just the market was a little bit uh, low on him. Uh, maybe giving up 13 plus Sanders was like a lot, but I'm happy I have him. I mean, it's paying off so far this year. Debo's what, wide receiver six or something right now? Yeah, and I'll, I'll uh, flip him for a first to beat to somebody that – or, I mean, I also – my rationale was, like, I'm happy to hold on to him because I don't want to continue to be the worst team. I want to uh, – if I maybe get the number one or two pick one more time, then, you know, I would hope a Marvin Harrison or a Caleb Williams would uh, help me – Jumpstart it. Yeah, to – get me a um that's fair well i'm gonna i'll do the recap real quick thing because then I, yeah. I want to take some time for you to actually justify these trades and i do want to talk uh, every sam and ben who were on recently we talked all about every team a lot and i want to do that but with you i want to talk a lot about your team specifically because that's been a big conversation over the last two weeks really has but i'll do the recap do that well so i'll go through these games real quick I beat um, Kenny 158 to 115, so really not that close um, in that one. Moved <clears throat> moved me up to two and one, moved Kenny to one and two. 
Uh, Billy whooped up on you, 162 to 98. That one is definitely – it was the biggest blow. Actually, wasn't the biggest blowout of the uh, of the week, but Billy got a ton from his receivers, Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson between the two of them, uh, 60 points, you know, 61 points, something like that. So almost as – you know, add, throwing Josh Allen between the three of them almost outscored your whole team. Honestly, uh, did he need these performances against me? No, but, uh, but I mean, Billy's now the only undefeated team. We'll talk about that. So he's, uh, um, so he's sitting comfortable in first place and his division is kind of the weak division and division winners are, you know, the, the top two seeds regardless. So it doesn't even, so he just needs to win his division. Um, Griffey beat Teddy 125 to 115 kind of low scoring for both those teams. But, uh, but that was a pretty important game because Griffey and Teddy are in that tier two that can compete for that kind of fourth playoff spot. And so a loss there for Teddy really hurt him. His uh, uh, playoff percent really went down to 23 and Griffey's shot up a lot to 40. Not getting his optimal lineups. I feel bad. I, I feel for him. Yeah, I think he might friend, have like... the, the biggest overall across all three weeks, the, the worst um, at optimizing his lineup. Let's see. Actually missed points for Teddy. It's not. Oh, wait, hold on. Here, I'm looking at the wrong name. Yeah, um, I, t- I told him, like, go, you know, yeah, go he, get it. He's go the worst. Ted, Teddy's, Teddy's missed across three weeks, missed 138 points. The only other one other person has gone over 100. Kevin missed 118 points. So Teddy is far and away the least optimized lineup over across the three weeks. Um, I guess that's the curse of having so much depth. Uh, but then Kevin whooped up on Andrew 152 to 114. Good win for Kevin, um, who's had a slow start. He was over yeah. two. Lost um, to me. But, but his team could go off any time. Sam against Keenan was the biggest blowout. Sam put up 193, Keenan 111. So that's a huge win right there 193 might be our biggest score um yeah that's our biggest score so far this this year um and let's see 193 i think i might have even said in the group me win the uh that's been the highest since oh yeah since week 12 tyler put up 197 in week 12 last year but 193 is still really respectable um keenan now oh and three so that I mean, he, he's got to win this week or else his season's done. Um, and then the last game to talk about is the biggest, arguably the biggest upset in league history. Ben beat Tyler 166.76 to 162.68. Tyler has been so dominant this year, um, put up 183, then 193, then even 162 this year. That's 540 points. He's scoring way more than any other team. Um, but Ben just, Then he got one point off Chuba Hubbard. He started Dotson for three points and and, uh, JSN for a point and a half. And like Tyler got solid performances from all his guys. It wasn't enough. Yeah, it's not that Tyler did bad. It's that Ben did just, I mean, just went off. But I'm, I'm actually really curious now if that, let's see, if that's the best uh ben has ever scored what did we say it was 166.76 
Do we um, have like anything that could measure the odds of him? Uh, like it, it was, it was pretty low on his bell curve. Probably one sixty six was probably a very ben, high outcome. Oh yeah, it's since Ben, not just Ben, but the entire franchise that used to be uh, Brian Beck, my brother in law, before Ben had this. Between the two of them, this is the third highest scoring game in their franchise's history. Um, ben put up 188 against Keenan in 2021 week one, and he put up 168 against Andrew in 2021. And other than that, this is his third highest scoring game in franchise history. So Ben really went off. You got to give a shout out to Ben props to him. Jordan love was his high score, which how fitting against Tyler because Tyler is the one shitting on Jordan love more than anyone uh. when he traded for him. Probably another guy I should still have. Yeah. Now, okay. Recap done. Let's talk about that because Ben actually that was one of his questions. Why did you cut Jordan yeah. Love? And um, I'm curious too because even at the time, like when Jordan Love was a backup, quarterbacks are so valuable in this league. Like, yeah, that that's where I kind of fucked up. Um, they extended Rogers for how, however much it was like a ridiculous amount of money at the time. Because remember, the Jets uh, had to eat a lot of that. Uh-huh. To, to trade for him so i figured they they didn't have faith in him anymore but now knowing uh this is my first super flex league like despite all the leagues and like six other dynasties i think um uh-huh. so well you cut him before last season right before 2020 yeah, it, was, it was in the off season so looking back at the 2021, the end of season roster you had. Oh my gosh, you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say you cut Jordan Love when you had Keyshawn Vaughn, Tony Jones Jr., Isaiah McKenzie, Albert Okwa, whatever, Dore Ogunbowale, like <laughs> Will Fuller. Like you had <laughs> Sammy Watkins, you had so many guys to cut. So whoever you picked up for Jordan Love, like definitely wasn't uh, an efficient move. Yeah, I mean, well, it efficiently see, puts me in tanking. Yeah, that was not a great one, and I kind of lucked out because in the off season, no one is checking because you did it in the off season after, you know, no one's checking fantasy every day or anything like that. But I guess I was just the first one to randomly check and you cut him like a week before or something when I logged in and I was like, I'm picking him I, right up. I was going to say, I am, a, I'm pretty active in the off season with free agent moves. I feel like I was this year. Yeah. I think I, you I and I are the top periodically in the summer. I, I think you and I are the top two in the offseason. Um, ben made some moves. I, I think just about everyone made at least one move in the offseason, except I don't think Billy did. And this year, uh, there were uh, there, there were some some moves made that, that could swing because um, I had 2-2 Atwell on my roster at one point, I think this offseason. And uh-huh. like Billy like Billy started him against me in, in blowing me out. I was trying to mention that in the recap. Uh, so I thought that was a uh, that was cruel. I had two two in a few leagues, and he he just didn't make the final cut. I figured he wouldn't. I figured he wouldn't improve to this point. But uh, some some guys that have been in the league uh, took jumps I didn't expect. A, f- a funny thing actually about two two Atwell is I 
ended last season with him. I, he was one of my cuts in the offseason. Yeah, you figured he, he – I didn't think he'd have much better stat lines than, like, at the end of last year, even with, like, an expanded role. Because – Well, my I dude mean, last Jefferson. year, like, looking at his stats right here, last year he had one week with nine targets, but everything else it's four or less, one target, two targets. Even after Cooper Cup got hurt. He only had two double-digit point games. It was mostly one, two points. So, like, he was he was wide receiver 101 last season. And, and uh, it, it pains me because I um I considered Puka Nakua at my first third-round pick that I traded for. I bet trading Warren would have been better. Um, another one with that, I did not know Jaden Reed was still on the board. So that upsets me now that uh, – I took Vaughn because I think Reed went the pick after, and I was like, fuck. Well, that is your own fault. <laughs> yep. Who's got so, – do you have him? Who? Vaughn or uh, Jaden Reed? Yeah. Uh, Andrew who's, took him. Oh, well. Yeah, he, and it was two spot picks he, after. Jonathan took Michael Wilson after you took Vaughn, and then Andrew took Jaden Reed. Uh, um, somehow, me, me taking Cedric Wilson at the end was like everybody's favorite move. At, uh, Tillman. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I mean, I said that in the podcast that Cedric Tillman, you got him at thirty three, and on my board was pick not, was player nineteen. So was, I uh, I liked him a lot. He was a five star high school prospect, right? Had a crazy game against Georgia. I don't think he's uh, done anything as a pro yet, but well, his his, his last his year, at, like his sophomore year at Tennessee he was a stud looking like a first round pick yeah. and then his junior year he was playing hurt he had what was it like a hamstring or something that was like all year long um and so that my logic was you've seen what he can do he can be one of the best receivers in you know the country it's just he's got to get healthy and I thought you know he's going to get healthy he'll put it together in the NFL um, and he's worth sitting on, maybe not a year one impact, but I, I liked it a lot. Hey, I got I got plenty of room now. I, I've got just uh, I mean I got Carson Wentz at the end of my bench. Just uh, <laughs> who, who Carson Wentz supposedly he and Matt Ryan both called the Jets. Yeah. Well, Matt and, Ryan and, refuted it. Carson Wentz didn't, so that's that's where uh, I'm at. I didn't hear Matt Ryan refute it's, it. It's but, not Trevor Simeon. Uh, I, I saw that. I wonder if, uh, who's going to pick him up on waivers. Um, well, I, I have the number two waiver, so I couldn't uh, – I can't make like a handshake deal or anything, unfortunately. I mean, <laughs> you, you really can, uh, even at number two. Uh, you that, remember last year the deal where Kenny had the number one pick on waivers, and who was it? The it was Ellinger. Yeah, got traded for Acres, who uh, – might work his way into starting. I don't know. Madison kind of rebounded there, but he went. He went to his old OC, so probably is a good spot for Acres now. Yeah, I mean, it, better than it was in, uh, in for the Rams. I, I had Kyron Williams on my roster too at one point, and and on multiple rosters, and and like he didn't make the cut, and I figured, oh well, he, in a lead role last year, like they didn't give him a hundred percent of the snaps, and. and I was getting 100% of the snaps as a – it's these undersized players, these short kings. I, I love it. I love these some of these breakouts like Tank Dell and uh, – Kyron Williams, I was looking at uh, snap share by running backs earlier today even, and he has number one in the NFL. He has he the highest percentage routes. of snaps 
of all running backs in the league. Number two is Christian McCaffrey. Kyron Williams get more snaps on a percent basis than any other running back in the NFL. I he's got the most routes. They they don't even Sean McVay doesn't want anyone on the anyone else on the field. But yeah, he's just the like only a, one playing. But supposedly, like, um, like uh, certain, like his advanced metrics and stuff. Not even just like yards per carry, but yeah, like yards above expected and stuff like that are not very good. I'm, yeah, you, you know, yards per carry, and I mean, he's he's not like a crazy athlete at the level, you know, a smaller guy at, at that level. So, but you got to think, looking at the Rams' defense and whatnot, and all those people, they're not drafting a running back in the first round or anything like that. They have too many other people, positions they need to address. I I think what this off season has shown us, like I am the the second round picks I've accumulated through all my trades um and and that that that's another point to talk about is like i am i've i've had trouble getting first but like i'm very happy to accumulate seconds and now with, with some of these guys just like coming in and immediately like puka nakua right um i haven't been in another league somebody offered me quentin johnston straight up after the second game is it a dynasty league yeah I, I turned it down and I, I, I don't know if I'll, well, we'll see how that goes. Cause I mean, Quentin, I would, I think I would turn it down too. I uh, just, when you, he showed it in two games to me, two games, he was the number one targeted receiver in the NFL. And Puka <laughs> was already, be, I, I don't know, but he was already someone too in college. Like he kind of looked better than the fifth round pick. Like he, he seemed to have this like, extra gear he was he was hurt a lot too so you can kind of make the narrative that uh and, and he did a slow 40 too right wasn't that the knock on him he oh, ran he, like a pretty slow 40 he yeah but um people think he's the second cup because uh you know not only the slow 40 and then he joined the breakfast club he started having breakfast with uh stafford and cup and uh so, so well, maybe should have be- seen it coming It'll be interesting to see once Cup's back, but uh, but let's all right. We've done the recap. I want to go through the questions from the group me, and then I really want you to defend your trades, and we'll just let this, and then we'll let the conversation right. go where it is because we're already just bouncing around so much. So I'm going to do these questions um, and one by one as they were in the order they were asked. Ex- what's your experience flying with Frontier? Uh, just, just the one flight, it, it was, uh, coming back from Puerto Rico this summer. Um, and, uh, what, what pissed me off was they, they threw a bunch of fees at me. Like he, even, and I've, I've flown some of the other, like, you know, bad airlines, but like spirit and whatnot. Yeah. But spirit didn't throw that many fees. Like I, I flew with them to Puerto Rico and they, and that was a really good experience, uh-huh. but frontier, like, uh, it was just, um, there was all that the the flight uh the flight from Orlando got delayed then we were delayed on the tarmac um they you know just their their staff was mean so it was just uh and and you know I get it everybody was uh at that point you're sitting on a plane for so long nobody's going to have a great time so uh all the airlines are are kind of fraudish but uh I felt like frontier <laughs> No, that's fair. That's fair. Of all the frauds from all the other names, uh, was there a favorite? Do you like any other ones? Too? I like yours, Enron. I wanted a company too that was a. Uh, there's a there's a, there's a few now. 
in my view, bit of. All right, that's fair. Um, okay, Ben said, "Why'd you cut Jordan Love?" And it sounds like you just yeah, we, we went that over one. that one. That that hurts. That that was just growing pains, I guess, of moving to a super. Flex yeah, I won't. You like. won't see another move like that. <laughs> Teddy says, "Why do you hate Justin Fields?" Um, that that's just because I I told him like I'm starting any DST against Fields, like an, until until that's a bad idea. No, but that's fair. That, that has that has printed money so far, and uh, I I'll, I'll buy Fields off Teddy. I, I can I'll, I'll take on a declining. Uh, I'm sure he'll get another shot or or whatever. He needs I mean, better coaching. Well, I mean, clearly that's clearly that's <laughs> what he thinks he needs. <laughs> but um, if I, right now Chicago would have the number one draft pick if the draft were yeah. to be today, they're number one. And if they end up with number one, they're not trading it again. They're taking Caleb no. Williams. Fields is going to be replaced. But he would get a shot somewhere else. As um, a backup, probably to start. But I would say, like, in this offseason, I said this before, Justin Fields, like, on keep trade cut, was viewed as a top 10 overall player. And I was tell, I told Teddy, you got to trade him. It's not going to be it. And now, I mean, I, I don't know where he's on, on there, but – top 30 top 40 player like his value's just been taken there's there's trade him did did a trade materialize uh for teddy is the other thing well that's true but you got to put yourself out there if you're trying to shop a guy i mean as lots of people know they're uh, in the league there's one or two players on my team that i've actively shopped um but anyway next question sam says who will trade sam for a quarterback um all right are there uh, are there any obvious trades you see for Sam? Any targets you think he should go after? I got Josh Dobbs and Desmond Ritter. Um, okay. Again, I, I, you know, cheaper. You know, not premium because obviously, like Anthony Richardson would need to be a haul. I'm just to, and Kyler. I'm I'm I think Kyler is going to come back this season. It it kind of seems that way because especially because the Cardinals are are feisty, competing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um. Yeah, I think that's the type of quarterback I need with Rogers hurt. I need a third. Sam's looking for a car upgrade. Yeah, so he, I think he needs to go after like, uh, like maybe Tua from Kevin or something. I thought that was funny when you reached out to me over Russ and you're like, I'm trying to get a quarterback cheap, and I'm like, well, what kind of position am I in to 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 to, to sell a quarterback cheap? That's the thing. Like, and then you flipped him anyway. <laughs> I and that one I was happy with. I I I would have been happy staying at four and taking like a Gibbs. Um, but I really wanted Richardson. I, I really want like the the potential for a Lamar season because it could just that's fair. And I and I think you I think you probably did have to move up. I think Kenny was gonna take Richardson at three. I don't think Andrew was going to at two, but I think Kenny would have at three. I'm looking at other rosters, so we got um, well, are any of the contenders going to realistically, you know, no, you got to throw out Billy, you got to throw out Tyler, you got to throw out me. Um, I, I'm I going to see Teddy ben. because his quarterback depth isn't, isn't great. He traded, you know, Teddy. Um, yeah, I, I doubt he'll, he's trying to get. Yeah. But Teddy traded away Justin Herbert and Kirk cousins to Tyler, you know, Kirk cousins for essentially nothing. Uh, uh so for, for uh, Pat Fryermuth, but yeah, 
I, uh, yeah, exactly. I die. <laughs> um, so like Deep maybe critter. Teddy would would send Fields his way, or I, I'm thinking uh, Kevin, Kevin being Teddy's not. He's not parting with Fields cheap. It, it's <laughs> well, Sam. Sam's not looking to make a cheap trade. Sam's looking to to make a quarterback move. He wants to upgrade Derek Carr. So I. So I, I think Sam goes after Lamar from Andrew, Tua from Kevin. I, I don't know. I just think it needs to go splashy. Maybe even make a crazy package for Keenan for Jalen Hurts or something. Yeah, Keenan um, probably should be on the on the Selick side at 0-3 with uh, Chubb. Well, Chubb should be back next season, so he doesn't need to – it's not like full-blown panic, but – Oh, and, and probably Keenan a team got Camara now. Keenan got Camara back after missing three. Oh, Camara. Um, so okay, those are the quarterbacks we think Sam should trade for. Sam said, "Can I have Debo?" Yeah, back? I think he should trade for Dobbs or Ritter. All right, that's fair. Okay. And, and maybe you and I, instead of doing the first on podcast trade, maybe I'll I'll text you afterwards so I can make a move because I need a third quarterback. I you, you know I always I I'll entertain you. I, that's one thing I'll, I'll give you a shout out is you're an easy person to trade with. If I text you, you're going to respond oh. and it's not a, like you'll respond relatively quickly and you'll give me a yes or no, or change the offer by this. And it's, you're an easy person to negotiate with. Well, you do that too. And, and that's the thing. Like if for both people that are doing that, usually stuff will get done. Like I've, um, so I, I've, I've had like inquiries, like what would I trade Brees for? And I'm, I just, I look at someone's roster and I'm not sure, like I would want these two guys, but uh, what's their valuation and all that? Like it, it just, it, when, when there's a good back and forth, like I, I can know like where, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam said, can I have Debo back? I assume you're not regretting that trade because Debo's crushing it. Uh, for a first, oh, does he does he have it? Does he, have <laughs> he, his? he gave you Miles Sanders and Dalton Kincaid. Would you undo that trade today, or would you keep Debo? Uh, I'd I'd want someone other than Kincaid because I, I like Goddard. Um, uh, Kincaid, I'm not um not fully sold on the full time role. Just and especially with um how quick someone like Laporta came in and. And jumped yeah. I was taking Laporta in a lot of places. I'm happy. I with think that. I think I am sold on Kincaid. I think he's going to be the guy. I mean, they took him in the first round. Like he's got the draft capital. He was. I mean, didn't he catch something like seventy balls his senior year? Yeah, like, I'd, I'd. I'd rather have that little piece of value come as, as something else. Um, just because tight ends are like, I, I feel like I've got a top seven guy, so. It's far and away the, the um, least important position in Dynasty, by far. And, and in this league, too. This isn't a tight end premium league. Yeah. It's, hey, if you have a great one, it's a bonus. But I, I put it to a vote once before to make it a slight tight end premium and and or a two tight end league, and both got shot down pretty well. Oh, I'd, I'd vote yes. They I got I, voted down pretty overwhelmingly. And, and I think instead of two tight end, I think maybe a tight end premium and just slight premium. It doesn't have to be like – two PPR for tight ends instead of 0.5 or something like that. But just like instead of 0.5, make it 0.6 or something, just to increase the value of the position a little bit. And if you vote for that two years in advance or something, then it's, it's not like, Oh, the Travis Kelsey boost. It's like, there's enough time for people to get your tight end value, you know, in order. 
Yeah, and, it, and it'll make waivers a little more fun, a little more spread out. But maybe I'll maybe I'll put that up again this this next off season and put it up for a debate, and we'll see. Um, okay, so, least favorite teams. Sam asked about, and I don't know this if one, he means NFL teams. I don't know if he means all teams or dynasty teams. So you uh, can put this however you want. This one I I had to think about. Um, one is definitely the Patriots. I think any any Falcons fan would tell the collective trauma they inflicted on us. And um, like Teddy and I went to the Patriots game uh, when they came down to play us down here, and they shut us out. And we were we were at that fucking game, and that was the worst fucking sports experience <laughs> I've ever had in Atlanta. Their fans are the worst. And if anybody is a Patriots fan in this league, like I'm not, I'm not trying to profile, but just the guys at the game were, it, it was, it was, it was tough. I'm a. I don't think there's any Patriots fan in this league. So you, you go to town. You can talk as much shit as you want, even I, if there is anyone in this league. Like, like people had flown down from Boston and stuff, and it, it was just uh, um, the uh, the other one's the New Orleans Saints. I um, as a fan, get it fan too but um either there's just there there's stuff they've done throughout the years the, the bounty gate the um the like uh that like priest pedophile thing they had oh and drafting alvin Kamara. uh because I, I don't know if you know teddy and i like went to high school with him played with him throughout so would it, it it is hurt to see him go to the saints and uh become a freaking star for them yeah really weird turn of events a third team hmm. from any other sports you want to maybe shout out uh probably manchester city i am i'm tired of their dominance i want their to be, I, i'm a chelsea fan so i'm, I'm down bad but uh <laughs> All right. Someone fair. else should can win the Premier League, even if it's got to be Arsenal or Brighton. <laughs> Maybe Brighton. That, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, that'd be out of left <laughs> field. Uh, most fair and honest, respected manager in the league. It's got to be Teddy. I, I I hear nothing like I every podcast like everybody everybody always prefaces it with like even with talking about his like less than optimal moves. It's like. Oh, he's just he's just my favorite person in the league. So I I think there there's no doubt. Well, yeah, it's because Teddy's such a good guy. I mean, <laughs> got you me know into Teddy. this like, <laughs> got me into this league. I mean, got me like I mean, honestly, like got me to Batic, and so us being here. So that gotta go with him. Well, Teddy's question was, "Do you believe?" <laughs> I always believe. That's fair. <laughs> I believe uh, in my Teddy process. says, "Do you have any real life hope for Redder?" Yeah, I, I I touched on that again. Like, till he loses a game at home, then then you're telling me as long as we uh, we just gotta host our playoff games. Yeah, I was like, we gotta get the number one seed somehow, <laughs> and so we just can't play any like London games or or we're about to play a London game. I was gonna so. say this weekend, <laughs> nine thirty a.m. game or whatever. That, that's an away game, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, now talk about your trades. Okay, I got. Are, are there any specific ones you you can start with? Whichever specific ones uh, you want, and I might ask you about about one or two. 
so you um there was the whole thing at picks 12 and 13 right where um i moved i traded 15 and 16 for 12 uh which, which was bad I'd, I'd probably get that one back i um i like kendra there there was like a run on running backs too so yep. i figured with like ty j spears going as high as he did oh i hated, i shit on that pick it, too i hated that pick at 11 it's not looking too 10. bad honestly he's, he's been pretty effective uh acls or not my my running back three behind Bijan and gibbs was roshan um yeah griffey took him at 16 at the pick that you traded to move you up. said at 15 get roshan at 16 marvin mims and on i'd probably rather have those two today like mims has been the most efficient receiver in the league and uh and i don't know yeah i really like this profile i just uh, uh he's just another guy that broke out so quick that now now i'm looking at him and i'm like dang uh and then kendra kind of shitting the bed a little bit in, in getting his only start so 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 um, in hindsight you have no defense because in hindsight you would undo it is what you're saying yeah that one yeah um and so then then i also had 13 uh i liked getting debo for that i think if i ever start winning games he's he's good to have or like he's playing so well i could maybe get a, a i'd be good with getting a mid first for him in 24 draft getting like a rocket sanders or Romeo Dunze or, or, you know, somebody in that range, a young, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I felt like Debo was a bit undervalued and Sam was like pretty much looking to get rid of him. So yeah, I, I offered and, him that specific trade. He, he probably asked some other people, but was happy to take it. So Debo, um, the thing about that, he was two years ago, wide receiver two or three, something like that. Yeah. Three tier. And yeah, three. And then, Last season, in one of my redraft leagues, I took him in the mid-second round, and he was crushing at the beginning of the year. It's just once they traded for McCaffrey, his his numbers went way down because part of his value is he was getting 10 carries a game, and those carries went away. Well, so that's why I was down on Debo is because once McCaffrey was there, he was not the same fantasy player. But with with Purdy, he – uh I, I've seen the numbers. He, he actually has the highest target share with Purdy starting. Okay. And um, and now uh, obviously Ayuk being out is uh, you know, probably helps is inflating him a bit right now. But uh, I, it's a good situation. Like Purdy doesn't run. He's a he's a Debo's a low A dot guy. Purdy doesn't have a rocket arm. They they'll design stuff for him. I like the less carries. He he doesn't get hurt as much. So I I think it's a it's a good combo, and I think he'll uh. It's nice to have at least a premium player. Like my team is still, if I'm still the clear front runner for the first pick and I've got a player that actually performs, that's more power to me. Without him, I'd, I'd be like a 70-point-a-game team. So, I mean, you, you, uh, got, <laughs> you got him. You got Brees Hall is definitely yeah. one of the most valuable dynasty running backs in the NFL. Anthony Richardson's a top-10 valued dynasty quarterback. But outside of that um, – Brees will be back to full power. That that was another thing. I knew this year was just not gonna go well. Like he's off the ACL. I I, I knew they'd probably bring in a, a Dalvin. He he is still looked like the best player back there. It's it's not a great situation. Maybe 
Aaron Rodgers surgery, that like revolutionary surgery he's getting will go well. And he'll be back yeah. next year. And one can hope because Rodgers was on my team. So, uh, all right. What other trades do you want to defend? What, what else do we kind of um, hit on you for? Traded. Uh, I don't even need to pull it up. I think I remember them. I got, I traded, uh, Jimmy G. Oh yeah. Jimmy future G. Second Kevin's, for Mingo. Kev, yeah. A future Mingo. second for a mid second. You drafted Mingo. Uh, yeah, I, I guess really I don't, like it don't trade. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's giving up Jimmy on top of, uh, just moving a year, moving a two, a year forward. Uh, I just, I like Mingo. He was, he was falling a lot. Like I, I had Mingo like 13. So, um, I, I just, I wanted to get, you, you can see with my strategy, I'm like preserving a lot of value in, in the draft capital and an injured Kyler and, and that stuff. But I kind of wanted to get something. I got a little itchy fingers, wanted to get something in the cupboard other than Kendra Miller. Cause I know he's going to take time. So I was like, Ningo's already got like a really nice role. He's getting like a hundred percent of the Panthers routes when he's healthy. Wish he'd shown more by now, but yeah, it, I, I like the I liked the pick of Mingo. I thought it was a great value. I had him 13 as well on my board. So getting him at what was it? Um, 20, 18? So, 20? Yeah, something like that. 20. I thought it was a great value. Oh, yeah, it was uh, 208. But you gave up a future second that'll probably be a comparable pick plus a starting quarterback. We already covered out how valuable starting quarterbacks are in this league. I did not like that for you um and and maybe it's just on draft day you're that guy because look at in 2022 (laughs) it was the exact same pick it was 208 you gave me miles sanders for which on paper yeah that was that that was bad that's yeah on paper is objectively (laughs) bad trade um Uh, everyone hated on it before so those mid seconds you know you're just a sucker for seconds but looking at this next draft you have four seconds, so you won't need five, to make yeah. those trades. We're down to four. So, uh, and and hey, like guys are performing now. Guys pick later are starting to. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, just look at Ben's. Oh, you're draft. freezing up there. Honestly, Ben's, Ben's roster on paper before the draft. You heard Sam last week talking about how he projected out every team based on averages and stuff. Ben was distant last place you know, the projected number one pick. And then I'm having a sound issue. I don't. All right. The Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, looking at this past draft, Ben in the second round, I mean, he was the going into the draft, the projected worst team, but he took Sam Laporta in the mid second. Who's been crushing it. Tank Dell has been crushing it. Um, it, He took uh, Josh Downs. Who's. I mean, getting 10 targets a game already, just those three guys alone. I mean, Ben beat Tyler. So, um, so having four seconds next year, if you can hit on that, like really all I can take is one draft and you can be relevant. Yeah. Like if I probably took like Christian Watson instead of Sky Moore, like I feel that would be, I'd feel good about that. Or I think he would, I I took Ritter over him too. No, you took Sky Moore at pick 16, and Watson went 17. And then you took Ritter at 18. Oh, so. yeah. Andrew t- t- took him in between. Uh, so it just, yeah, guys fall to the second, and Jaden Reed was, was in the third round. 
So mid third round too. That, that was and, surprising. And Nakua, um, Puka Nakua was the second to last pick of the draft. Yep. 35th. Oh, so you got to give Billy a him. shout out on Ooh. that. Billy crushed that pick. Yeah, that was, um, some of these guys, it, it's starting to be like, it's always talent over situation, but man, some of these situations can just, uh, like Devin A. Chain. I mean, I know people were like really high on him. He kind of in the preseason, it was like clear he was a backup, so he dipped down, but now people probably have him like some people would probably have him right behind Gibbs. Yeah, I mean, he put up 49 fantasy points. Uh, but he he was, I mean, he was as talented as outside of Bijan and Gibbs, arguably as talented as any running back in the draft. Uh, my favorite draft podcast is the NFL Stock Exchange and their preseason draft uh, board last time. They had, before last college football season, they had A-Chain as the number two back behind Bijan. And then, of course, throughout the season, they had Gibbs pass him and whatnot. But, but A-Chain, like, he's a super ta- – I mean, he's a speed guy, too. Like, he's one of the fastest backs in the NFL, and he's a super talented back. Like, he just needed a chance. Size doesn't matter anymore. It's looking like at this season. Tank Dell, he barely plays in the slot. He is an outside receiver doing that. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I I got to give credit to Ben on that one. Ben had been talking – Ben and I talk all the time. He, he had been talking Tank Dell the whole offseason, and he was way higher than me. Uh, I mean, I had Tank Dell 24th on my board, and Ben actually took him 23rd, so in the same range, so about where I had. But I bet you if Laporta wasn't on the board at 18, I'll bet no, you don't take and take Dell there. Not again. Oh, you good? I thought I was going to have another internet hiccup. You, you froze right. there. No. Oh, it says I'm unstable. Um, my connection is not stable. That's fine. Um, yeah, if it goes out, I'll, I'll pause the podcast and we'll just, you know, pick back up when it comes uh, back on. The, with Tank Dell, he was killing it at the Senior Bowl. And I remember, like, that was the same thing with Christian Watson. So Senior Bowl is something to watch. It, it's it's notable when, when guys are like killing it in, in reps against other NFL talent. Yeah. NFL absolutely. caliber guys. Absolutely. Um, all right. What about um, going through some of these other trades here The I liked the Jalen Warren one. Other people like that one. People weren't hating on that. Um, the, you, you already talked about Anthony Richardson. You wanted to move up to make sure you got your guy. I liked that trade for Andrew a little more because I'm not as high on Anthony Richardson, but I get it. Like, I, I don't think I was crapping on you too hard on that one. The Trevor Lawrence one. Oh, the, Trevor the, one Lawrence, the, the deal for that one. You gave me Trevor Lawrence in two thirds in 2024. I gave you Kyler Murray, uh, 2023 pick 15. So a high second and then two seconds in 2024. Well, the, the thing is this, like we, you, you reached out and it was, you, you said like Kyler Mixon in a second. And I was like, no, because that, like, why would I need Mixon? Um, I don't think, didn't I, you weren't going to give me that first, like Ben's first. Right. So it was kind of an area like, um, I talked to Teddy about trading Lawrence too. I don't, he wasn't like, I just, 
it didn't seem like I was going to get like an like th- like a Herbert type trade like he managed to get three. If first. that's the case, then why just why not just hold on to him? Probably should have. Um, I'm I am happy to have Tyler. Like he's, he's barely older. He's he's shown the rushing upside. I don't think they're gonna. The Cardinals. I I don't even think they. Maybe they would take Caleb Williams, but I think they would they would trade the pick. I don't like I don't buy into the the like they're not gonna commit to Kyler stuff. Like they, they paid him so much money. Uh-huh. They, there, there's no realistically trading him without another team eating so much money for four years. Um and if he gets Marvin Harrison or or something, there, there's a lot of things that could happen that could turbocharge his value. So I'm, um, I'm honestly, I didn't want to trade Kyler low. His value is never yeah, lower. I you, just you said I, that I mean, too. Like you, you were not, you were reluctant to trade him in the first place. Yeah. I, I'm not someone who's, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I'm in the trade. I'm not someone who was shitting on it because I, I mean, Kyler, he, he was what the number two quarterback a couple years ago, something like that. Like yeah, when he had weapons. Yeah. And, he, he has multiple like top, five finishes and he's not that much older than trevor lawrence but like yeah, one a down year for him was like qb10 yeah and it's because he was hurt so like i i and in the draft capital swap now keep trade cuts not perfect but you factor those four seconds or whatever it was for or three seconds for two thirds was the equivalent in keep trade cut of like a mid to high first like it was like a substantial um and people shitted on it people were all like uh, at the time, they were like, oh, what's second for third swaps? That's nothing. And then they turn around and make similar trades for second to third swaps and say the same thing. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, um, I thought that trade was kind of a win-win. I thought you weren't competing this year. You could wait on Tyler being or Kyler being hurt. Yep. I couldn't. I had to trade him. I had to get a quarterback. And I was trying to get Gino from Ben, and I couldn't. Um, and Trevor Lawrence, it just, I just, you know, it worked out. So I, are you happy with his performances? I, I can't imagine. Yes. Um, no, I mean, Trevor Lawrence right now is QB 18. He's put up 17, nine and 14 points. Not very good. He is weirdly. And, and I don't I, like, I'm not trying to indict his dynasty value or anything, but he, he has not performed quite except the end of last season. I think the way a lot of people thought. Well, the end of last season, I mean, he finished last season throwing 25 touchdowns, eight picks. He threw for uh, forty over 4,100 yards. Last season, looking at it, he was a 23-year-old quarterback in his first season with a new head coach. Like, we're writing off Urban Meyer as his rookie year. <laughs> so he was essentially a rookie last season, and he finished seventh in the MVP voting. So, like, three games – okay, he's had three bad games. He's thrown two picks and three touchdowns, you know? But, I mean, his dynasty value is probably outside of Mahomes and Josh Allen, Burrow, Hurts, and Herbert, maybe. Like, he's, he's probably he's – And, I, and I put Kyler in that group, too, even if people don't agree with Kyler I, I, yeah. was in that group, but he's got a little more unknown. So, I, I have Kyler in that next tier. Kyler's probably the – QB 10 dynasty for me and T law is probably QB six. So it's not like a huge, huge drop, 
for the draft capital. I was uh, if 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 Kyler was healthy and didn't have that, I wouldn't have even been offering. So I wouldn't have even been trying to trade a quarterback. I think we we also talked about you giving me Bijan. I think if it was straight up Trevor for Bijan, that would have been good. At, um, at one point, I don't know if you would have liked that though. So at one point, even before the NFL draft, yeah, we we didn't. I don't think we even knew Bijan was a Falcon yet. And I had the pick, and I I offered you. I just yeah kicked it around. I said, well, what about pick one for uh, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, that might have been good straight up. You said um, something along the lines of, is it crazy that I would want more? And, you know, uh, <laughs> and at the time, Trevor Lawrence probably was worth more. more, but now Bijan's probably worth a more valuable piece of the two on my team. He's an MVP level talent. I, I he, he is hope so we don't hold him good back. Watching him. Bijan's really good. Yeah. And I hope we don't, uh, hope we don't hold him back <laughs> with our, way the old line has been playing and uh and arthur smith's uh commitment to deceive teams with our <laughs> yeah varieties um so i i think i've i've defended we we touched on Jalen warren too um i mean he's it's, it's a 50 50 split until People one of them weren't hating on that trade though like uh it, well i mean sam was saying you know he likes Jalen Warren and he thought it was criminal, but like, I get it, you know, a running back in a 50, 50 split to me, I don't know if Jalen Warren's ever going to be the guy. So for two picks when you get young rookies and whatnot, I, I don't. Yeah. Like for you, if I like, if I took Jaden Reed there, that, that probably looks pretty good. So yeah. yeah. Good, good enough process. You know, I, I could have been better with my picks to this point. Um, just cause I, I, Took over Bowie's team. Um, I don't know how much Bowie, who's made the what did we say, made the playoffs four times now. Yeah, so that's uh, I'm, I, it's kind of shocking with like the state the team was in, and um, I've made it younger at least. I don't know how much. Uh, oh, I did calculate on keep trade cut like the totality of my draft day trades. I uh. I gave up about 25,000 points and got about 21,000 back. I, again, like when you're trying to calculate, I, and this is again, me calculating like everybody I gave up versus everybody I gave back and with their values at the time. Interesting. I think like Anthony Richardson's gone up since then. Yeah. I, See, mine is going to be skewed because in keep trade cut, I'm sure looking in hindsight, the Bijan trade, I just, won that one by landslide we're a private league right so we can't do the like um if there's if you if there's something i need to do to where you can load it into keep trade cut or something let me know and i'll do it if you guys want it'd be cool to see the 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 total values because a lot of people like to uh a lot of people like to be like oh the the team with the lowest value on keep trade cut won the league this year or Hmm. something or i'm sure there's there's fun insights to be found well here's the history of your team before you took over Bowie. and we the league's been around since 2014 in 2014 he finished third and then second then 11th then fourth then 10th then fourth then 12th so uh, Bowie in the in the um what is that six years before or seven years before you took over he uh, he had four playoff appearances, 
um, including one one trip to the finals. Second to eleven. That 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 is whatever happened there is probably second to eleven back to a playoffs where he got fourth, then to tenth, and then back to the playoffs where he got fourth. So wild Mm -hmm. swings, and then after the playoffs, twelfth, and that was the year you took over. The year before you took over, it was a playoff team. It it sounds like he has had stretches of super efficient and then inefficient managing. So wild swings. Um, So and then and then since you took over, you went eleventh, and then in twenty twenty two. You were eighth last year. Okay. I, I had Brees. six and seven. I, I had guys like Brees, um, Amari, you know, or, um, I mean, I had Amari for that stretch and then Sanders. I know we've, we've, we've moved those guys, guys back and forth. <laughs> yeah. That's how I've picked up all these seconds now. So, um, and like I keep saying, that's just been my thing. Pick up all these seconds because people hold their first tight here. I, <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, That's yeah. Um, I, but I think the all-in teams, the teams that really have a shot to win, shouldn't. Like I, I've traded first. Ideally, I mean, I don't have my first next year. I traded it in the Cooper Cup deal. I just in a different deal got Ben's first. Um, Tyler's already traded his in the Stefan Diggs deal. Sam's traded his. Is so like those firsts are gone in this upcoming year. Billy's the only, you know, currently projected playoff team that actually has his first. And I'm, sh- I wouldn't be surprised if Billy traded it away. I mean, last year he traded his first from at Stafford and that's the way it should be. So I, I, I think that people hold on to their firsts and hold them tight. Like you're saying, but the teams, if you have a shot to win and you really think you could win, why like trade that first for something that helps you get the ship? Cause that's ultimately what matters. Well, I've, uh, I'm, I'm holding my picks tight. Yeah, you should. Don't- like nobody bother asking unless unless it's like I don't know I get like a, a a young you know it has to be like a young dynasty piece I, th- I think you know we know who those types of players are like a Trevor um, Lawrence <laughs> take yeah <them> back. <laughs> or, yeah that'd be a good um, one to have yeah <laughs> um no but uh, I'll just for me um I I would rather be the team getting the number pick at least than the team getting like number five or six so from from that standpoint and and like you you just said it things can things can change quick and even my team last year was was i had some 150 point weeks just because Brees was uh going crazy um yeah i had Brees, trevor russ wilson had a good stretch at the end there so and, and, and then again this I mean, buys start in week five. And so right now, these ILPs, is everyone, all the top players, but like the teams that only have good starters or adequate starters and no one on their bench, once those buys come in, that's really going to hurt your ILP. Yeah. Depth, if, depth matters. It's not going to change anything for me because the buys <laughs> are rolling out. You're so yeah, far ahead already, though. You're uh, up on Keenan. 45 points uh, lower than him on ILP through three weeks. And he's significantly below Kenny. So right now it's, it, it seems to be you and Keenan are, are kind of, there's a lot of football to be played, but right now pretty good, good bit ahead for Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison on your teams. Well, that'll be, like I said, if I get Caleb uh, trade trading a quarterback will be interesting. I mean, maybe I could trade one for a haul then, and that could really get me going. Yeah, if Kyler's healthy then and ends the year 
well, and then you have Caleb, then you trade Kyler Williams for a haul, a first and another and a young player or something. Yeah, that that and <coughs> that'll get me going. Uh, you got like Zach Moss, right? Like I I I know you did you gave him away just for some spots. That that is that's one countries. of the trades that I, I said Ben has been whooping up on me in trades lately. That's one of them. I moved up from one of the from an early third to a late second, just three spots, and I gave him Zach Moss for it. Yeah, with with the Zach Moss trade, I moved from the early third to the late second, and ended up drafting the same guy I could have, and I gave Ben someone who's turning out to be a really good fantasy back. So it's hurting my ALP for my pick. So that that's one that I would undo. But I mean, that's just how fantasy goes. You you win some, you lose some. You just got to try and win more than you lose, I guess. Zero RB is working this year for for anyone that did it. Anyone that just takes their running backs late. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Can... Uh, so one more last thing I want to ask you about because I believe you've played in a league with a taxi squad before. Teddy suggested it, and I've said on the last two podcasts I want to put. Get iron out the details during the season. I don't want to wait till yeah. the season. So, what? How have you done a taxi squad before, and what? How has it worked out? And is there uh, anything you would recommend? I, I'm only in one league that has one, and uh, the rule is you choose your two guys. They have to be rookies. Um, so you you put them on a taxi squad. They they don't count toward your active roster. They can't play. You can't start them or anything. And uh, because the league is run on MFL, the, the commission has to lock the, the taxi squad, so you have to DM him to get your player to come up. I, uh, I On my taxi squad, I, I, I had Kendra Miller there, and I moved him up this week, and, now, and I regret that now because now I'm, I'm, I'm burning a spot, and like he, he didn't perform. And now Could I'm you sure put someone else? Him. Like who did you replace him? No, I couldn't squad. replace him. Um, and I've got Andre Yoshivas as my Andre Yoshivas, the, the Bengals receiver. Uh, Can other teams poach? Uh, no, uh, not in that one. I is that something you would support for ours? Because I kind of like that idea. So is that um, is that giving up a pick? Yes. What is- it, you can claim someone off another team's taxi squad, but you give up a pick if you claim them, but they have the right to activate the player once you do that instead. I, I really like that just because it encourages a market, like it encourages liquidity. Mm-hmm. I think anything that does that in this league, I, I would support. Okay. Um, I, I like that too. It's, it makes it kind of fun, but we'll put all that to a vote. I just, I know you had done it before, so I wanted to get your opinion. Yeah. Some leagues do like rookies, some <laughs> do like uh, second year guys. You can um, still keep on there. Yeah, and then once you activate them, you can't – like, they're, they're active. That's it. They can't go um, back, yeah. I, I was thinking two-year max maybe for a taxi squad or something like that. But I don't know. But we can – It'll thin out waivers a bit, though, because you're talking about, like – like, I've got Kayshawn Boutte on my bench, you know. Not – I don't know how many rosters he, he makes, like, right. in our dynasty, but he, he's a great taxi squad guy. Yeah, I mean, Will Levis would be on my taxi squad right now if I had one, you know. Yeah, or um, you had like Jerome Ford. Um, I don't know if you like had him the whole time, but you, you had him. I, I actually, he was on my roster the at the end of last season, and he carried over. So, 
Um, do you support uh, 16 playoff or do you like four? Uh, well, as a, as a lower team, I'd support it. It just um, it give, it's, it's more hope, more hopium. More hope equals more liquidity. If you were a top so, team, would you support it? Yeah. So you just blind, you support it. I support way. it. I, okay. I support it like, um, you know, if I'm a, if, if I'm a top team again, it, it comes back to, uh, to liquidity, which I, I think just helps everybody. Now, one thing I, um, I thought about is if we move to 16 playoff, maybe getting rid of divisions and just doing all one big, all 12 teams, top two teams are the two buys. Yeah. I'm in a league where it's, uh, it's the top three from each division and just like the best two teams. Otherwise um, just, yeah, it, it's gotta be the top six scorers or, or, you know, to um, the best way we can quantify that. Okay. Well, now let's do predictions because this is going to be the longest podcast so far of the year. So <laughs> I'll go through the teams. I'm just picking Sam versus me as game of the week um, for now uh, because we are three and four. He's the second highest scoring team, but I'm projected to beat him. And it's, uh, you know, kind of a shootout of two potential playoff teams. So I'll do that one last. Billy versus Jonathan. Wh- who do you like? And I, And you're probably pulling it up on your computer now. Probably Billy, just because like he doesn't have anybody that's a undefeated, hard to pick against him. Yeah, I. I mean, he's he's gone to three straight finals, um, I believe, won one of them, and so hard hard to bet against Billy. Uh, I agree. Now yourself, you're playing Andrew. Uh, ESPN gives Andrew a fifty six percent chance to win. Do you? Ooh, that's actually pretty good for me. I'm normally in the 30s. Yeah, well, right now, Andrew's one of the bottom teams, too, so. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I, I have a laugh if I beat anybody, so I'm, I'm back. I'll back Andrew um, just because, you know, it, it would also be bad luck to back myself. If, yeah, I think I'm going to probably end up picking against you every week. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> at least until Kyler's back or some yeah, other team gets any, some injuries. They're falling victim to, to – they're just getting hit by the tank. If uh, So, unfortunately, Kevin, he, he won in life. So, I guess he had he had to lose in fantasy to me. So yeah. <laughs> uh, And then the next week he went and put up a huge game and beat yep. Andrew or whoever. But I, the, They Kevin say I play Teddy. great defense. Kevin versus Teddy. Is Kevin going to continue that rolling against Teddy? And is Teddy going to continue horrible uh, team management? Teddy's still rolling out fields. He is. Uh... Oh, thanks, ESPN, for an ad as I'm trying to look at their rosters. Um... Yeah, I got to like Kevin there, I think, um, just because his. Nah, I, I changed my mind. I'm actually going to back Teddy. I, I started, I looked at the quarterbacks and I'm like, okay, Tua versus Fields, yeah. But uh, Teddy's um, outfield, I think, uh, on their day is clearly better. I think this one is about as close to a coin flip as any of the games. I think this one, their teams look pretty close, but I'm leaning Teddy here. 
I, I just like I don't see a chain repeating that. I don't see Alexander. It's not against Buffalo. Not in Buffalo. You yeah, know. you know, and yeah, Tua too. Like I, I against Buffalo's defense. So I'm, um, and, and Fields like he, you know, again He's playing he, Denver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a uh, um, Denver lost. Actually, Denver was favored points. in that game despite uh, losing by fifty. Oh, but, I um, that. But like Kenneth Walker against the Giants, he's got some good I, matchups. Najee against Houston, George Walker's Pence killing against it. Houston. Yeah. Houston. I mean, Calvin Ridley's got. I knew. I hate six playing Atlanta, but he's got to have another big game. Oh, soon. this is the revenge game this week. Oh, so goodness. yeah, I'm he's leaning gonna, Teddy. Yeah, he's gonna go off. I I don't see how he doesn't. Now, our highest-scoring team, Tyler, is playing our only winless team, Keenan. Well, um, does Keenan have a shot? I think so. I, I think so. Hurts. Alvin coming back. Um, Terry, Michael Pittman getting great usage. I this is he's got both the Tennessee receivers. That's a, Keenan. Maybe Tennessee were better. Keenan's team is a lot better than an 0-3 team. But I, I mean he's got players. Tyler just has a household name at almost every spot. I mean, he's got, got he's got dudes dating Taylor Swift. I mean, <laughs> what um, can you say? You, you gotta realistically back Tyler, but like I I, I see Keenan's in the 40s in the percentage. So it could be a trap game. Yeah, the world's rooting for Keenan, but the world's predicting Tyler. <laughs> um if Keenan goes on four, does he sell or does he just maintain? He's got to. I mean, it's got, like with me doing what I'm doing, I think that kind of puts pressure on. Uh, I don't know. Does that put pressure on the other bad teams to uh, to to try and out outdo me, or at but, least but, to secure that? But Keenan's got good players. He doesn't have to sell. He could just ride it out. Have be like it's a um, bad year. None of these guys are going to age out. Uh, well, one or two might get a little older and, you know, and slow down. But if he ends up with even a Drake May or a Brock Bowers or something like that. The odds are against you at 0-4. I mean, 0-3 oh. is possible. 0-4, I think there's a pretty huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can yeah. see the odds. Uh, dr- but you don't have, even if you don't think you're going to make the playoffs, you don't have to sell. That's what I'm saying. But all right. Um, yeah, you shouldn't sell if he doesn't get a great deal. That, that's what that's come back to liquidity. But yeah. Ben versus Kenny. Ben is uh is favored here. Ben, who is our projected number one pick, is two and one. Favored to beat Kenny, could be three and one. And Sam and I play each other. So Ben, if he wins this, realistically would be in the driver's seat for playoffs. Um looking at these uh these, these rosters are pretty close together there's there's nobody you you wouldn't look at these two teams and say like there's a, a juggernaut here so it's uh yeah i mean as the odds it's it's really close i think uh ben's team is just a little hotter like so like some of his guys has just recently put up breakout performances so I, i'll i'll give it to him just because uh like Chase Claypool, Bryce Young, the, the, these DJ Moore, Drake London. I oh, I hope our offense finds some kind of rhythm. Ben's only projected to win by six. I think he's going to win by significantly more than that. I don't yeah, think it's going to be that close. I think Ben's going to just uh, 
pull away, win by 20 points or something. Yeah, like these these guys are are it's like Ken has some valuable players, but they're in shitty situations right now. All right, last game, game of the week, and then we'll we'll get rid of it. It's myself against Sam. ESPN right now gives me a 53% at 154 to 141. Um, and it looks like Sam has set his lineup unless he oh. might put in Pacheco for Derek Carr because Derek, I don't know if Carr's out this week, if he's what the deal with his injury is. Do you have the higher odds because you've got a head coach? I feel like I would honestly look at these two and, and give it like give it to Sam just uh well Sam's definitely outscored me so far this year. And just the momentum of his guys, like you know, Trevor could put up some better performances. Bijan, like the Falcons offense has to get going. Derrick Henry's off. Uh I think his his toe injuries uh uh, no, I'll tell you what it is. I'm projected to beat him by 12.9, but it, Derek Carr is currently in his lineup and projected zero. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah. So, so if you sub out Derek Carr and sub in Isaiah Pacheco, um, who's projected 12.1, then it has me projected to win by 0. 0.8. Or so, Minshew, if he if uh, ARs out another week, then he could put in Minshew as a. Um, as super flex, right? So that, so right yeah, now I, it's, it's, it call it a wash on projections. So it's just trust your gut. I, I'm giving it to Sam just cause I'm, I'm looking at like all of his guys are, are like on, on the up and up, like performing really well while like some of your guys could uh, like Keenan Allen killed it last week, but like a lot of these other guys uh, should be doing better than they are. So yeah, I, I I hate that I'm playing Sam now because this is the last week that potentially I'm going to be without Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, um, and so I'd I'd really like to have Cooper Cup in over Chris Godwin who's done nothing, you know. But uh, but it is what it is. That's how the schedule goes. Um, but I can't pick against myself. I'm going to have to pick pick myself to beat Sam just because just because you know <laughs> confidence, I guess. And I'm, I think I have some history on my side. I mean, if you look at, uh, I mean, I can't beat Jesus Christ. So, so that being my <laughs> opponent, I, I, I put him like that's hilarious. That yeah, that's a that's a. I I mean that's a <laughs> sacrilegious. I that's guess a that, that's uh, a co- that's a high level commentary for a fantasy team name. But Sam and me historically, I mean across all of our games, I am seven and three against him. Um, I beat him 158 to 127 last year. He beat me 156 or 167 to 156 the year before. So I've got a little history on my side, but, um, but we'll see, but I'm, I'm going to call it. Cause this is going to be yeah. a really long podcast. We're already, it's, already I, I, it's, it's, this, it's been with me both times. So, uh, so, all right. Well, I appreciate you joining me. Um, we've ended it before with our, our thing is saying suck it buoy and, uh, you took over his team. So you want to give it a suck it buoy? Suck it buoy. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be as, uh, emphatic as last time because he, he seems like a, a chill guy from everything. I'm, a uh, uh, and, uh, at, at this point it's, it's not, a. I got to match his playoff appearances. 
So I yeah, can't that's fair. Too much. That's fair. Help next time, off. next time I have you on, I'll have Bowie join too. So we'll the, the <laughs> two previous owners of that franchise. But all right, I'll talk to you later. Suck it, Bowie. Right. Bye, David. See you guys.